0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Beyond the Scale podcast. You're sitting here with Corey. I hope everyone's well and been enjoying the nice weather we've been having recently. Massive weekends of fights coming up, especially for people interested in the UK market. What we had is the rescheduled event from UFC London. Um, which has now been moved out to Vegas, which has actually had quite a detrimental effect on some of the UK fighters being able to get visas, mostly probably people with criminal records. Um, the cars looking good. It's pretty stacked, to be honest. Even that a few fights have fell off, such as a Paul Craig versus Alexander Gustafson. That would have been a massive one, but I think that's been rescheduled. I know Mark Ducase's fight got cancelled, as did Magomed Ankalaev. And a few others, but just looking at the card on the face of it, it's pretty stacked. It starts, at, I think, five or six p.m. UK time on BT Sport, um, and the early prelims on BT Fight, uh, UFC Fight Pass. First up, we've got Jonathan Martinez. Martinez is 13 and four. His last time out, he, he lost, uh. KO to Davy Grant, who has been looking really good as of late, so it's no, no thing to be embarrassed of. Before that, he beat Thomas Almeida and Frankie Sense. So I think, I've think i watched this guy a few times. He is good. He's technical. Um, his striking's good. He, his hands are low. His movement's decent too. Um, I think he just got caught with an overhand left, a, a big overhand left against Davy Grant. So good to see him back out. He has taken on Marcel Rojo, uh, this is the first fight of the night who lost last time he was out versus charles Jordain. He was actually fighting on this card so um moving up the card we've got dalcha Lugambula. i think that's how you say it um he is he's a fucking tank that's what he is he's at 11-2 i've actually seen this guy fight in efc before he came to the ufc um he is Two and one in the UFC. He's beat Dequan Townsend, got beat by Magomed Ankalaev, which is, he's a beast in himself. And then he beat Marcus Perez last time out. Uh, so 11-2, he looks good. He's fighting middleweight. um He's fighting out of the de- de- Democratic Republic of Congo. He is taking on mark andre Barriou from Canada, who's 12-4 and 4 in the UFC. He won his last fight to against Abu Azaita, um, which himself, he had a pretty good record in the UFC leading in. I think these are the Moroccan brothers that are, there's something fucking dodgy about them. Um, but this guy has, he's one in three in the UFC, so I'd imagine if he doesn't win this, he's gonna get kicked out. Uh, he's found in Quebec, probably under Faraz Zahabi. Um, six foot one. Middleweight. Um yeah, let's see how we go. Next in the card. So for that one, I will take Doucher Langum I'm just punishing myself, having to say that several times. And in the first bout, I will shall take Jonathan Martinez. Next up on the prelims, we've got Charles Ear John Dane. What a nickname. Um taking on Julian Rosa at featherweight. Charles Jordan is 11 and 3. Um, I've watched him several times. He, knows, he he's got a few losses in the record versus Andre Feely, who himself is, is one of the top, maybe not top 15, but top 20 fighters. He's beat Doohu Choi. Um, he, the variety of strikes Charles Air Jordan throws uh, is impressive. Flying knees. He doesn't have air in the name for no reason. He is eleven. Three and one taking on Julian Rosa, who is fifteen and nine. Thirty-four fights under his belt. He is Juicy J fighting over the US. Um six foot one for a fellow. Um I can imagine he'll have the reach advantage in this one. He is three and one in his last four fights with victories over Nate Landwehr, Sean Woodson, A.J. Bryant. So get a good few names on there. He's he got beat, however, by Sungwoo Choi. Um, so this one seems quite evenly matched on paper. I will take Charles Air Jordan in that one. Yeah, so Julian Arosa has got a loss to Paddy Pimlet. I-, I did think he was part of Cage Warriors back in the day. This is back in 2016, so five years ago, and I'm sure both fighters have came a long way since then. Um, Next up, we have Jack Shore versus Ludovic Schlenumlian. <laughs> Fuck me, this is some difficult names on this card. Jack Shore is 14-0. and 0. Uh, I think he's flying under the radar, to be completely honest. Jack Shore, um, the Welshman, he's ranked 27th in the world on topology, but he's like, really impressive in the USC so far. They put him up last time he was against... Hunter Azure, you want a split decision, but Azure is known for his wrestling, Welsh are not known for the wrestling, and sure out-wrestled him. Um, before that, he's got a win over Aaron Phillips, a win over Scott Malone and Cage Warriors, I think that was for the title, and Nolian Hernandez. So, he's 3-0 and so far in the UFC. He's had... Ten opponents scheduled for his four fights. Just constant cancellations. Um, he's been scheduled to fight Said Nurmagomedov, Khalid Taha. Uh, people just keep cancelling, and I don't know if that's COVID, is it injuries, is it people fucking scared of him? But I absolutely one to watch, Jack Tank. Sure, um, I, I think he's going places. Um, he's got a good camp around him. He's fourteen and zero. Current streak is 26 wins if you include his amateur fights. So, intrigued to see how Jack Shore fares in this one. A weight. could be an important one for him. I think if he wins this, he's likely to get a top 15 opponent after this. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to take Jack Shore and I haven't even looked at that opponent. Uh, The opponent is Ludovic Schlolian, who I just watched recently on The Ultimate Fighter fighting out of... Ukraine. He's nine one and one. Um, I got put out very early in the Ultimate Fighter. So surprised he's on this card. If I'm being completely honest, from what I've seen the him, Jack Shore will have his way with him on the ground, on the feet. I think this should be a pretty comfortable victory for Jack Shore. I'd be intrigued to see if the odds reflect that. This guy has the height advantage. He's coming in at five foot ten compared to Jack Shore's five foot eight. Um. But I just, he's got a lot of split decisions on his record. Most of these fights are out in Ukraine, which I don't know the quality of the talent in Ukraine, but um, it's not a kind of European promotion, a big European promotion. So I'm going to take Jack Shore, and I think he'll come home with a bonus as well. I think he should win that fight quite convincingly. Next up, we've got Ji Yong Kim versus Molly McCann, uh, Meatball Molly. She's 10 and four in the UFC first English woman to ever win a fight in the UFC which is cool um in terms of her record in the UFC she is three and two. oh I take that back. she is three and three in the UFC uh, with notable wins about Ariana Lipsky um and Priscilla Kushwera but she's lost the last two out she's lost both decisions so it's an important one for meatball molly to win she is i kind of need actually she, she's got a big following so i think she's safe even if she does lose but she would be putting pressure on herself to win this the, the former cage warriors champion um this is going down at fly weight so 125 pounds she a lot of Liverpool lanes in this card you've got Harpaddy paddy Pimlet, um, obviously darren tell and tom Aspirall who's fighting out of liverpool also so big fight for meatball molly if she can keep it standing, I think she'll take it. Um, she is taking on Ji Young Kim, who has quite a few quite quite a few fights in the UFC. I haven't heard much about her. If I'm being completely honest, but she do has three victories in the UFC, same as Molly McCann. And she has three losses. So it looks like quite an equal fight on paper. Um, although she hasn't fought in the UFC for for nearly a year and a half. So she's at 18 months out and the last loss was to Alexa Grasso. Um, she's got two split decisions on her record in the UFC. Two split decision wins. So it looks like she's only just winning. She's not winning convincingly. And on that basis, and based on fuck all, I'm going to take Maluma Next up, we've got Luigi Vendranini versus Paddy Pimlet, Paddy the Baddy. First start on Paddy Pimlet. It's great to see him in the UFC. It's been a long time coming. He got offered a fight around five years ago, but the money wasn't right. Cage Warriors were paying him more. He was selling out the Echo Arena. Probably the best walkout in MMA. Um, The music, the haircut, the attitude. He looks like... Will from in us if anyone's not familiar with with the body. Um he is 26 in age, fights out lightweight. Um he went up in weight a few fights ago. Uh, five foot ten, so he's still a reasonable size lightweight. Um God knows how he met. He managed to make cut, make cut at 145 pounds. Um he has won his last two, two one streak. Uh, I watched him versus Dickie Dalton and, and Cage Warriors. He just fucking tore him apart. His, his first two, his last two victories were actually in the first round, um, at Cage Warriors. Uh, this was the gent that actually got beat in a grappling bout to Stevie Ray. Uh, he lost an inside heel hook. Um, he was a Cage Warriors champion for a while. He was a kind of Cage. He was a Cage Warriors marquee. Fighter for, for quite a number of years, and I think he had about 10 to 15 fights in Cage Warriors. He's his first one dating back to 2013, so he's with the promotion nearly eight years. Um, when he first joined Cage Warriors, he was 2 0, and now he is 16 and 3. So, actually, he's had what's that? My math is shite, but 17 win 17, um, matches, fights. There's the fucking word in Cage Warriors. A lot of hype around him. Ariel Hawani was saying he's not felt this hype since Conor McGregor. Uh, he's been on an Ariel Hawane show multiple times. He's been on MyBizBings. So he's got a huge following. But the, the Instagram following he had, he's just lost. They've deactivated his current... Um, and his, his thing is that that's his way of making money. So I think he's planning to call Instagram out. Not that they are going to give a fuck. He is taking on. He's pretty. As you must just say as well. He's good all over his ground game. He's kind of known for. But even standing, he's looking more and more comfortable. Fighting out the next generation in Liverpool. Um, yeah, I've been excited to see the baddie in UFC for a while. I don't think he has championship pedigree, but that remains to be seen. I, th- I think he's got. It's a good first fight for him in the UFC. Not like Reese McKee who got chucked Kamzat Shmaev or Mason Jones who got Max Griffin. He, he's got a kind of a, a much easier fight than these gents, but I do think he's going in a little bit co- too cocky into it. He's looking through Benjamin, Um And on, just on Vendramini, he, he's got a few fights in the UFC already. He has what, three fights, two losses and a victory. His victory was to Yeseniyari, um, and about, about a year ago. He was a first round knockout and he's got two losses on his record. So he's 9-2 overall, Italian stallion um, out of Brazil. Not sure that quite makes sense. Don't know much about this guy, which is hopefully a good thing for, for Paddy. Um, but I'm, I'm going to take this I think the UFC will have set this fight up for him to win he could be a big star for the UFC and I think they recognise that quite early on next up you've got kalio Roundtree versus Modestas Bukowskis I've watched Modestus for, for quite a number of years he fights out of um, London I'm sure although originally from Lithuania he was a cage warriors heavyweight champion Light heavyweight champion that is, just correcting myself. Um, he's lost his last two to Michael Chuguk. I cannot say these names tonight. And Jimmy Crute, which themselves are both top 15 guys. I actually think Jimmy Crute could be a potential champion in the future. Um, he has won a fight in the UFC. He won his first fight against Andreas. I'm not even going to butcher his second name. He retired after the first round. But it was a pretty convincing victory, if I can remember correctly. Um, good on the feet. He is also good on the ground. He's competent. I just don't know if he's, he's that championship-caliber fighter. Um, how old is he? He's 27, next name, the Baltic Gladiator. Um, he's fighting out of Buckinghamshire, England. Um, so it's a kind of need to win. You do not want to be going into fight with a 0-2 record in the last two fights. Uh, so I think the pressure will be on him and he'll be looking for a big finish, which is completely possible. Um, looking at Khalil, Khalil Roundtree's um, track record, he's 8-5 and five in MMA. He's not looked great in his last few, to be honest. He got beat by Martian Pacino and Ion Kutilaba, um, which is surprising because he came out against I think it was Gokhan Saki with a totally rejuvenated fight style, Muay Thai, high guard, uh, checking leg kicks. His leg kicks looked fucking vicious. Um, but I don't think he has much more to his game than that. So if someone takes him to the ground like Kudalaba did, he just mauled him. Um, so but he's been fighting the best of the best. He's been fighting Johnny Walker he's been fighting Eric Anders Ion Kudulava these are pretty highly ranked guys so with a a lot of experience so we're interested to see where this fight plays out he's also got a win over Paul Craig back in the day back in 2017, I actually remember that yeah, we got him out in the first round good fight, I think it will stay standing I will take Modestus in this one I think Khalil Roundtree... I don't think his head's in it. I think he's retired a few times, but came back to fight. So on that basis, I'm going to take Modeskis Bukalkis. Next up, we've got this is David Zawada, £170, versus Alex Morono. we um, still Alex Morono, only because people probably remember him for his last fight against Donald Cerrone, which he looked pretty vicious in. But there's a, a combination of Donald Cerrone looking a bit dated, old, and or maybe I'm not giving Alex Morono the credit he deserved. Um, he's nineteen and seven, and he's fought some top guys recently. He's fought Chaos Williams, Anthony Pettis. Um, so he's two and two in his last four fights. Um, compared to David Zawada, who is fighting out in Germany, what is he. He is th- one and three on his last three fights with a win over Abu Bakr Nomaga with losses to Lijian Liang, Danny Roberts, and Ramazan Ameev. He's been fighting pretty good guys as well. Um, just looking at his record, it's kind of win loss, win loss. Um, he's only been fighting in the UFC f- for two years, so still relatively new to the UFC. Um, six foot compared to Alex Morono, 5'11", so not much in it whatsoever. I'm going to take Alex Morono in that one. Last time he looked, he looked really impressive to Don Cerrone, and also against Reese McGee, pretty dominant there. So on that basis, I'm going to take Alex Morono. Getting to the cool main event, and I, I really like this fight. Um, as Tom Aspinall take on Sevi Spivik. Sergei Spivak is number 12 ranked at heavyweight doesn't get the credit he deserves um, he's affiliated with Polar Bear Team, that's a new one he's 13-2 and two. he's actually quite impressive in his UFC um, he one of his last three, taking on Carlos Felipe, Jared Vandara Alexei Um he's ground and proud from memory, he's, he's pretty vicious as I say, he's, he's not a pretty fighter but he's you got know, good solid fundamentals um and I think he could potentially cause Tom Aspinall problems. I think this is quite a difficult fight for Tom and if he wins it does it really rocket him up much? No, but if he loses if he loses it he's got quite a lot to lose. So um but fair play to Tom Aspinall for taking this fight. Um service so Spigot is fighting Ukraine, six foot three and a reach of seventy eight inches versus Thomas Aspinall who is six out of five and similar reach. He's fighting out of England, fights out of tie, Team Kaibon, same as Darren Till. Um, he's on a six fight win streak. He's looked really impressive in the UFC. Got a first round finish of Jake Collier in 45 seconds. You beat Alan Badeau. Won at 35 in the first, and then Andre Orlovsky. He won that one on the ground with a rear naked choke last time. I, he was actually getting beat by Andre Orlovsky on the feet and then had to take it to where he feels more comfortable. But um, by trade, he's a jiu jitsu guy, so I think he just should stick to where he's good at and what he knows. Um, Still quite a young lad, at least 28. When I to say young lad, I'm 29. Fuck, getting old. Um, He's 10 and 2 overall in his career um quite a character as well quite a personality i think the ufc will put a bit of of beans behind him now um if he if he takes this one big fight for him and on that one i will take tom aspinall and lastly we've got the main event i would recommend watching dan hardy's breakdown for the ufc on this fight the way he takes fights apart analyzes them shows you where strengths are, where the weaknesses are. It's like no other, to be honest. I'm reading Dan Hardy's book just now, and it's really interesting. Um unbeknown to me, he went out to China to live with the Shaolin monks for a while. He was quite a deep thinker, quite a kind of um philosophic guy. Um really interesting as well. So I actually met him at Bellator back when Gagart Mousasi lost his title to Rafael Lovato Jr. I don't remember it, to be honest, much. Got overexcited on the train, on early train throughout. And can barely remember the fight's bit of a blood, which I won't be doing that again. I say that every time. Um, yeah, watch Dan Hardy's breakdown of the main event. i quite excited for this one. Very excited, in fact. I think if Darren Till wins, he will get the shot of the title. And um, I think he's, he's a funny fucker, Darren tell. He's one of my favorite Instagram social media personalities. I think what he posts is hilarious, although, albeit quite controversial at times. Um, if you've seen his post recently about the transsexual, I think that got him in quite a lot of trouble. Um, but he's, he's got a lot of stuff going on out of the Octagon as well. He's just released really, a watch brand, he's got CBD he's got his raw dog stuff um basically what i'm saying is he's fucking loaded so just getting into it derek brunson it was looking like he was being a bit of a gatekeeper but he's really he's really changed it up and he's actually won his last four fights um it looked like he was on his way out potentially of the, of the UFC or, or at least the top 15 rankings um he started back in the ufc in 2012 so he's been there nine years kind of staple of the division uh, he's always going to be there but up to this point no one thought he'd ever be champion he, he's fought the who's who he's fought anderson silver um he's bet he's, he's fought Jakari sosa machida um as i say he's fought robert whitaker most of which i just mentioned he, he actually lost to um, but he does have a, a victory around one knockout of Uriah Hall, which is which is impressive, especially on the feet as well. Know how competent Uriah Hall is there. Um, in his last fights, Kevin Holland took him to the ground, cuddled him for five rounds. Kevin Holland didn't do much off his back; wasn't very active and scrambles trying to get out. Um, it was what it was. Wasn't a great fight to watch, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, before that, he beat Edmund Shabazian, which. I think it was just too early for Shabazian. He was a young fighter in his career. I think he's twenty-two or twenty-three years old when he took on Derek Brunson, who's a, who's a veteran, a Wiley veteran. Um, but he won that big ground and pound. Before that, he beat Ian Heinisch and Elias Theodoro. So, I mean, the last four opponents, none of them are top ten in my opinion, or not my opinion. I think the rankings dictate that they're not top ten. Um, but this is big chance i think he could potentially get a title shot if he beats tarantill oh, a massive name and the cred- credits that would come with that are huge um i wouldn't fare well again against israel adesanya who's already knocked him out back in 2018 by knees and punches in the first round um i don't enjoy watching Derek brunson i think he looks a bit messy he brushes takedowns his striking looks a bit all over the place which in itself makes it quite hard to handle um I'm more interested to see what color of hair he comes in with. I'm going for blonde. He is 22 22 and 7. Um, as I say, been in the UFC for many years, six foot one at middleweight. He's 37, so he is getting on a bit. uh fights under Henry Hooft, which you all know uh, is a top-class coach. So that's the low down on Derek Brunson, the other sort of things. You've got Darren Till. Tarara fucking you. Um, all right. Darren Till is 8-3 and 1. Um people his last four fights have been cancelled. Holy shit, didn't quite appreciate that. Derek Brunson, Vittoria, Hermanson, Whitaker. Um last I, last time it looked really good against Whitaker. It was a it was a loss, but it was quite a close loss. Whitaker won it by a few takedowns. And oh. To go all, I think it was three rounds at the time, with Whitaker, it says something about your, your, your ability. Um, Whitaker's next in line for the title shot and has looked absolutely brilliant um, leading up to his, his rematch against Azrael Adesanya. Before that, he beat Kelvin Gastel in a split decision, which, again, um, wasn't as close as the split decision makes out. I think Darren Till, that won, won, the, Darren Till won that quite convincingly. And before that, he got knocked out to both Tyrone Woodley and Jorge Masvidal. He doesn't actually have too much big wins on his record for the for the name of Darren Till. His biggest was probably against Stephen Thompson, which a lot of people questioned. Did he win that or not? Personally, I thought he did, but I could see it other way. It was close. It was it was not robbery in, in either case. Um, Darren Till's take the votes. Take down defence is really good, and if he can sprawl and get it back to the feet, I, I think he'll take this one quite easily. Um, around the same height and same reach, so, so not much in, in that side of things. I think Darren Till striking strike is just will be too much for Derek Brunson. It's too clinical, he's too quick, he sets traps very well, he lures them. Uh, I was watching. The fight between him and Robert Whitaker, and it was just a technical chess match. Great MMA, MMA. Loved watching it. Um, he's eighteen three and one, and he's re- he just doesn't fight as regular as most would like. He's not as active. He's dealing with a lot of injuries. Um, I think the fact that Marvin Vittori called him out for the collarbone, Dan tells not the sort of guy who's who's popping out of a fight and faking an injury. Let, let's all be honest um so yeah i think darren till should be favorite i don't know if he is um i but i think he'll take this one and i think you've got a title shot on the back of it i think a fight between him and israel adesanya would, would sell big they've both got big social media followings, they're both stand-up fighters it's one for the just bleed fans um yeah, I, I think he will get a title shot on the back of this. It'll be interesting. I've always thought dante will be a champion one day in his life. He's only twenty eight, so he even says himself he's not in his prime yet. It's still to come. So really excited to see where he goes and how he performs in this Derek Brunson match. But I, I think I think he should take this one. Um, on paper, he's got the strongest resume. So that was five fives at £185 a title contender in my eyes um, just another other stuff in terms of fights announced recently um, there's a really really good card lined up for the 30th of October just been released this month you've got two title fights on it, Jan Blahavich versus Glover Teixeira, you've got Alderman Sterling take on Peter Jan number 2 you've got Islam Makashev as they say, versus Rafael de Sanjos and Li Jing Liang versus Hamzat Shumayev, that card is fucking stacked, what a pay-per-view, really looking forward to breaking that one down and watching it, um, it's, it's a massive fight card, massive. Just on other fights that have been announced, You've also got Magomed and Goliath, which has been rescheduled. You've got Paul Craig versus Gustavson, which has been rescheduled. Manda Nunes versus Juliana Pena, rescheduled. So, a lot of fights being rescheduled, but good to see them being rebooked. Um, that is all from me today. Appreciate everyone listening to it and hope everyone really enjoys the fights at the weekends and you can wake up on Sunday nice and fresh, maybe not so fresh, at a decent time. And don't have to stay up super late for it um let's see how we're on in the picks i'm hopeful that the uk fighters will do well and it's a good showing from from all, everyone from the uk on the card i hope everyone has a lovely weekend